Hi, my name is Avery Hausman, and I'm sitting down with Ashton Long, and uh, we're here to talk to you about college, specifically free college. Now, a lot of people, when they go off to college, they look at in-state college uh, just because the tuition is way lower than out-of-states. Like, I know I've been looking at California for a college, and if I were to go to California, I'd be going for like $40,000 per year. That's insane. But if I went to a school in, like, say, Georgia, I'd only be paying, like, $10,000 for the same, like, caliber of school. So, I know when um, Bernie Sanders, for those of you who remember the presidential election of 2016, uh, he was proposing free college to everyone. And I really think that would have been a good idea, personally, but... A lot of um, people started flipping out about it because that would like it would raise taxes for one thing and it you know it would just like other people don't want to pay for some strangers co you know college education that they haven't even met they don't know their work ethic they don't know what caliber school they're trying to go to and it just kind of messes up the current college like standards and progression that we have right now because it's just a new way of thinking about college if it's a guaranteed right to anyone. I mean, isn't it supposed to better the future? It is supposed to better the future and I think um, like in Europe a lot of the colleges are like free or you know they have less tuition or it's not as bad as the tuition in America. And I think it's really good there because, you know, they are focusing on bettering their students and just focusing on their education instead of getting money and, you know, making jobs for people to teach. I mean, either the, even though that they get free college, the taxes do take a lot out of their account just for them to live there. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's still good and it gives them better options for them to enter college and come out with a degree and find a job they want. Here, some people don't even have the motivation to go to college. They don't want to pay the money or their parents don't have the money to bring them to college. Mm -hmm. And I know um, I've read somewhere that uh, if you go to college in Germany, it's actually free. Now, I haven't uh, really looked into this a lot, but that sounds like a really good plan if you just go to Germany, you can take your classes in English, so you don't have to learn German to study there, and, you know, you can just better yourself there, and then come on back to the U.S., or stay in Europe, or do whatever, but it, I feel like it opens up a lot of opportunities for people, and where they can just, they feel like they can get a higher education, when in America, that's iffy. And, I mean, in the U.S., <clears throat> the competition is absolutely <laughs> yeah crazy for people to get in like now even the most smallest colleges in Georgia are going to competition colleges because they realize that there's too many students that are getting in for example if you look at KSU compared to the amount of students at UGA there's more freshmen who attends KSU than UGA so now KSU this year ended up going to a competitive application, meaning you have to have more stuff or more, I think, 
well, requirements, requirements yeah to get into KSU than you know any other small college mm-hmm. and it's crazy it's the competition is just more about what you can do or something great about your family that can get you in yeah and I feel like um, for Ivy League schools especially the competition is way way harder and like I know there are some schools out there that have like a 99% acceptance rate and that's just ridiculous <laughs> and Harvard. I just yes Harvard <laughs> being one of them and so I feel like when um, these competition schools have this competitive process they're not really um, looking for like the individual personality of a student and like if they have the motivation and drive and dreams and ambitions that you should have to go and study something that you love in college but they're just kind of going well because they got a high SAT score or a high ACT score or they had a pretty good GPA and that's what a lot of colleges consider a better thing. Well, I mean, a lot of people, or I mean, a lot of the college campuses are looking for people who, you know, are going to keep those good grades or keep those good, you know, test scores. And then you realize that some of them, they just did it in high school. Once they got to college, they just flunked off because that's where they hit their peak. And now, you know, colleges are more looking for minorities, not just race, but more so of who does sports or, you know, who has a specific thing they do. Like maybe someone working in a morgue or someone working in a vet's office for like four years. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for the outliers of the group. Yeah. But with that minorities thing, they're also um, trying to diversify their campus. And so, you know, some like colleges that specify in STEM fields will be specifically hiring women because of the insane drive and initiative to get women into STEM fields. Mm -hmm. And I know both my parents work in um, like an airplane type setting where they're working with aerospace uh, products. And so they are always telling me to go into STEM fields because my job security is insane there because they will not fire a woman you know, because she's just merely a woman and they get tax breaks. And I think a lot of colleges get those same kind of tax breaks because they have a more diverse, you know, setting, whether it be women or race or, you know, even like sexuality and gender. And colleges just are kind of not wanting or not accepting as many straight white male you know people now or just because they aren't diverse and the one thing i find crazy is interviews so it comes off to most of the applications are about where you live what classes you took your senior year um, if you've been in state for a certain amount of time, who your parents are, what job you have, it is not actually about the skills you did over the past years. They use that for scholarships, but um, interviews, people have to actually reach out to colleges and actually go and tell them who they are and show their, you know, the professional they are as a student. And instead of, you know, making an application where you can put all the skill sets, all the things you've done, they're requiring interviews. Yeah. And I think a lot of those interviews, um, in one sense, they're good because you get to see 
the more of the personality of the person applying to the college, which a lot of times the colleges don't always look at because the SAT, ACT, PSAT, all that is way more important uh, to colleges just because it's grading and ranking every person trying to go to college. And it's really easy just to say, hey, I don't want any applications with an SAT score under a thousand. And then you get really good, intelligent people that are only applying to that college. And so it partly is just to better the college's perspective and view and like, you know, rigor of the college, but they're not caring as much as, you know, working for the people that are just kind of like moderates or average intelligence. They're looking for the, you know, prodigies. Um, the one thing that, uh, is very questioning is the SAT scores or the ACT scores or the PSAT and everything that determines now in high school of where you're going, what classes you should take, and how to get into college. And um, one of the one of the top priorities of those test scores is mainly to see where you're at, to see if you can actually get into college, if you're actually going to take testing seriously. And um, people have to take them repeatedly because a lot of them change. They're very, very hard, and it's not what you're expecting. And the people who have test anxiety or, you know, just can't take a test, it's a little unfair for Mm -hmm. them getting into college because maybe their um, grades are magnificent, but when it comes to, you know, test taking for, you know, just one test just to get them into college... Yeah, it's a lot of weight that you're putting on a, you know, short time span where you're going to take this test. It's just, I think the SAT and ACT should just, it's there for a good reason, but I feel like it should not count as much when uh, considering people for colleges. Because you're just kind of stripping everyone of their individuality and just giving them a number to sort them. And that kind of goes into colleges requiring certain talents, like SCAD, liberal arts college, and private colleges all look for one certain thing, mm-hmm. particularly like SCAD, which is art. And I understand the people who, you know, do art and yeah. people who can't do art. But more of the private colleges like Harvard, more like they are looking for you to do something every hour of your day if you're on the weekend and you just want to hang out friends well they're requiring you to go out and go help the world and i understand but you don't need to do that every single day or study your life every single day because you know once you have a job yeah you'll be doing something but there's going to be certain times where you just want to have a social life and hang out Mm -hmm. and uh then you get into scholarships for one and if the competition to get into colleges wasn't hard enough. The competition for scholarships is so much worse and more prevalent to a lot of the high school students. Like, I'm pretty sure that everyone in this school knows someone that will, um, you know, complain to their teacher on test day and beg them for extra credit just so that they can get a high enough GPA and a high enough grade on this test to improve their GPA 
just for the scholarships, not even for their own benefits or, you know, betterments or understanding of the topic that they're actually learning about, but just for that number. Yeah, it, I mean, even even sports, too. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot uh, away from um, students is if they don't play a certain amount of years or if they don't have the talents, that sports scholarship is taken away from them and all that hard work that they looked into something, you know, went away. And, like, sports scholarships end up paying so much more for the tuition than academic scholarships. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have schools who will pay their students in college just to, you know, go there and not actually focus on their academics. Yeah, but just go for the sports. And I kind of get it that they pay more just because if you're going into college and you know that sports is going to be your career and your life and you're going to be like a professional football player and, you know, sports is going to become your life. You you know, you're not going to have as much time to devote to other things and just, like, hanging out with your friends or working on your schoolwork. Though you ha- you do have to keep up with your schoolwork, but your sport is your main focus there. And it, uh, a lot of people, like, you know, a lot of high schoolers, they get jobs in high school to, you know, help with their college tuition. But when you are really dedicated to a sport, almost the level where you have to be to get into a school like Harvard that requires every hour, spare second of your time to be dedicated to that one goal, you don't have time for a job. You don't have time for anything other than that sport and your homework and schoolwork. And that's what you focus on in high school is there's people who, you know, are at football and all they do is focus on football and not their grades or anything else and they're focusing on getting that scholarship and um, if they don't do well enough or you know don't have the grades or their you know abilities are not up to what they should be their scholarship is not going to get to them so colleges are going to kind of look at him like oh well he has the football experience but I don't think we can accept him because you know his grades are a 2.9. So, um, also for academic, it's crazy because people usually spend more time on, um, and usually spend more time, like, just on grades. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, on the other end of the spectrum from sports, Mm -hmm. where sports, you're focusing on your, you know, sport, academics, you focus more on your, like, intelligence and your grades and your studies, and you're taking four or five APs in your junior year, and you're trying to better yourself always in grades. So then when you go off to college, you're spending, like, a lot of time, you know, taking all those really big and hard classes because you're going for a PhD or, you know, you're trying to get your bachelor's and you want to spend more time in college. So you have to get those really hard classes out of the way and start on your path of, you know, of taking all these classes in your freshman year. Like, uh, I talked to this uh, med school doctor that was interning at um, one of the local doctor's office in Fayetteville. And she was, you know, asking me, like, how, you know, if I've started looking at colleges and stuff. And she warned me 
not to fall into the trap that a lot of schools give you where like you go your first year and you get all your core classes out of the way and you know you can just like take that time to figure out what you really want to do in college because she's you know becoming a doctor so she's gonna be in college for a while and she got caught with only getting a lot of you know getting like that jump on all of her uh, classes to go towards her PhD in like her junior and senior year and she didn't have any of the call of the classes in her freshman and senior year so those are two years that are just kind of wasted in her mind and I mean a lot of people are going to college for um, for the college name instead of actually the academics there and um, college is meant to be for skills and to go outside of college and get a job off of the skills it doesn't matter what college you attend it's all off of the skills and experience you have because once you walk out and you're like all right I'm a pro at you know criminology and you know got my doctorates in forensics well they'll look and be like all right show us your experience and you have the job. But a lot of, you know, all the jobs out there require degrees and they don't, you know, pick up drop uh, high school dropouts. They don't. They, um, a lot of the high school dropouts, if you happen to walk along the street and see fast food restaurants, that's where they end up. Mm-hmm. And like in um, like mid 1900s, you could still drop out of college and still find a good job that, you know, you can support a, you know, like, four-person family on, and, you know, you have a house and a car, and you can have a decent, moderate life. It won't be luxurious, but it's still a good life. Nowadays, you kind of have to go to college, get some kind of master's or bachelor's degree, and you have to be well-versed, and even then, you may not get pretty good jobs, you know, for like the first couple of years that you're out of college. You still have to work and gain all that experience to get the good job that will, you know, also support, uh, you know, good life and good family. And it's just, it's a lot different than, you know, what used to happen. And in a way, it's not very good. And I understand why they do it so that. You know, everyone is being educated and, you know, has, like, the multiple degrees in their fields, but they're still having to pay with more of those, you know, for more of those degrees and for their uh, education in those fields. And they're getting into more debts, and they can't pay off that debt, and they're not getting good colleges when they get out of, or good jobs when they get out of college initially. So it just kind of piles up. I think that's why free college would be the best thing to do, just because it would allow people to really focus in on their dreams and ambitions and focus in on what they personally want to do, not just going after the job that's going to pay off their college tuition in, you know, a couple of years or so. (laughs) And I think that is a real problem. So thank you all for listening and see you next time.